I'm Maddie. And I'm Cloaky. <laughs> no, Cloaky, get out of here. I'm Ryan. This is the Mutant Mages. The window, he's he's blowing shit away. All right. <laughs> Cloaky used Gust. <laughs> Cloaky used Gust. Um, Cloaky is one of the many of a large cast of characters of inanimate objects and people who are part of the Mutant Ages, a podcast that you're listening to right now where we review every adaptation of the X-Men. And maybe if you listen to all the listener mails, you'll understand who Cloaky is, but no pressure. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> if this is your first episode, welcome. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power growing us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. And all of their adventures, more than To, you don't need to listen to the listener mails. If you watch X-Men Evolution, we kept making jokes about the fact that Mystique was wearing a cloak, even though she can change her form in her clothes. But for some reason, she kept wearing this cloak that she toss off and it would disappear. Well, I feel like that started with X-Men TAS, where she was wearing the cloak. Right. Like, the evolution is when we started making the joke about it. But Yeah, and we were like, does it have its own lifespan? Yes. Is it alive? And we're like, it must be like. You're right. I think it was like specifically the episode of Evolution where Kurt finds out that Mystique is his mom when we began the cloaky joke. You're right. It didn't begin on a listener mail episode. It began on an actual X-Men Evolution episode. The Discord loves cloaky, FYI. Well, because we've also decided that cloaky is similar to like the He-Man characters who show up and yeah. give bad advice at the end of an, an episode. Right. Like, what's what's that character's... Oh, fuck, I can never remember. Oh, well, Orko does one Orko, in Orko is in She-Ra normally, right? No, 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 no. Orko's the little sorcery thing that looks like Vivi from Final Fantasy, and he's in He-Man. Oh, so Orko's the He-Man one, and then She-Ra has the, like, random little rainbow bright dolls. Luxy. It's its name is fucking Luxy. I thought it was Lukey. I think it's Luxy. I don't think there's an S in there. Anyway. I'm gonna look it up. Luxy. Wait, I should probably write more than just Luxy. <laughs> I'm like Googling. I'm Luxy. right and you're wrong. Oh, it's a you're right. It is Lucky. Lucky? Lucky. Anyway, we have plenty of time to talk about Chira because we're reviewing the Wolverine anime in which basically nothing happens. This episode might be a record <laughs> low for that. <laughs> which is funny because oh there's so many characters in it. But none of them matter. There's a brand new character who's in, who's introduced at the end of last week's episode named Kikio. And this episode. And theoretically in this episode, it's all about him. But as though Kikio isn't enough, they introduce a, an entirely different, unrelated antagonist to fight Logan at the end of this episode, which blew my mind. That's because they're all of Logan's exes. It's insane. And it's going to be insane. that is who's going to be the highlight of the next episode, too. Well, I don't think Kikio's an ex. I think Kikio has only just met Logan and is like, let's date. But he wants to become a dex because that's what happens when you date Logan. I realize I'm signing myself up for like ex-boyfriend status. Yeah, you're, a, you're among a pretty good group, though. You can hang out with Storm and 
Scott. Okay, Scott kind of sucks, but Kurt's Kurt. there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's not so bad. I don't know. Yeah, Jean Grey is pretty cool. Yeah, she's kind of terrifying, but she's definitely cool. Sabretooth is somebody I don't think anybody rightly should be hanging out with. That's personally my opinion. No, but he's, you know, underneath the roots of Krakoa right now still. So you don't have to no, worry he's about not. hanging he's out like, with yeah, he, Oh, did he, he get got out? out a while ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, he and the other exiles. I need to read that series. I really want to read those. He got out and like ran off. I'm still like three months behind, but he got out and like, I don't really know where he went. And then somebody captured him and started doing like, oh, you know, operations on him because that's just what happens to Sabretooth and Logan is that the government sweeps in and it's like, they heal. <gasps> That's really sad. I kind of have so, a soft spot for Sabretooth these days. Yeah. And then like the other exiles got out too. That's a cool storyline. I mean, the fact that they were giving them to the island was pretty fucking crazy. Sometimes you talk about comic books on the show, guys. Sometimes Krakoa eats people, especially when they all turn into Mr. Sinister clones, mm-hmm. which apparently is like everyone now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's like a Truman Show situation where like nothing has been real this entire time and like everything's a sinister show. I haven't finished Sins of Sinister yet, so I don't rightly know if it's in the, the mainline Marvel canon or if it's like in a different one. I, I really can't tell. Or like if it zooms out and Mojo is like, Sinister, why did I agree to work with you? This show sucks. <laughs> oh, at this point, Mojo could be a Sinister. I mean, like basically what the comics have now implemented is that they're like mr sinister cloned moira mctaggart so she can reset the timeline whenever he wants and also like he's inserted his genetics into potentially everyone like everyone's a sinister cylon it is like crazy so now mr sinister actually just is god but it's crazier i see i haven't finished since sinister so people listening to this may be like oh that's not what happens but i'm at the point you're where, at the point where it seems like that's what's happening no i'm at the point where dr essex actually did die forever ago and mr sinister is a clone of him along with three other mr sinisters that has a different fucking card on his forehead but what does that functionally mean because technically everyone on krakoa is like clones of their past dead selves like so well, that's what we're saying and because everybody has been like recloned at krakoa because they went to mr sinister like how much of the sinister genetics are inside of him you well know? yeah that's also true i think but also people should have known that from the start with krakoa like come on mr sinister was involved i think like unless i, I don't think storm has died on krakoa and i think there's gonna be an arc oh like there's that. a maybe a couple other characters who also haven't yet i mean i'm sure storm's yeah. one of them and then those characters can kind of be like well we haven't been corrupted by sinister dna right because storm hasn't i don't i don't recall storm dying and then she went off to Arako. Arako. well so is it like all these characters are Manchurian candidates or whatever and like Sinister says a code phrase and they like turn into Sinister zombies or some shit I truly I don't even know it's like they just like the diamond appears on their forehead like many Amazing. other characters have in the past and you know like and then they're like <laughs> Warren in that episode and they become like the Terminator <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> god anyway comic books they're great <laughs> but today we're talking <laughs> about an anime an anime the most anime to ever anime yeah I, this is the third episode of wolverine the anime yeah and i it's... will go right ahead and say that this will be the third episode in a row that i will give a one out of five it's X's to. this one i'm i i didn't even think that it was that fun i mean i laughed but i was like 
I don't think anyone should watch this one. <laughs> there was a very extensive fight scene, fight scene on a rooftop really where they would like hold out their claws and swords and like say a line, and then there would be like five minutes of dramatic shots. And I, I of just it's like fun slap to watch. fighting each other, and then they would separate yeah. again and be like, "Now, now I will show you my true power." <laughs> yeah, and more slap. One hundred percent. I actually wrote down some of the lines in this because they were so anime. But yeah. I mean, I do think that it's worth watching if you just want something dumb and fun to watch. Like it is not like it's not that it's not entertaining. It is certainly that. That's true. I, is I there mean, any value right. to it? Well, I don't know. It's like eating cereal where it tastes good, but there's nothing it's just in it. Pure it's just sugar. Like corn and sugar. Yep. Yeah, that's it. It's like eating <laughs> only the Lucky Charms and none of the cereal. Yeah, that means that, the marshmallows. That's generous. I mean. <laughs> as, as if like the stuff that isn't the marshmallows is good for you because it's just corn. Like, yeah, I guess you're right. It's uh-uh. <laughs> anywho. Um, previously on the X Men, honestly, not a lot has happened. But uh, this is a version of Wolverine's life in which it's a fan film where Gambit plays Logan and wears uh, <laughs> contacts and, and fake sideburns on his face because this is a tall, thin Logan. This is a hilarious idea to with fake. a weird American accent. I, I mean, I <laughs> he doesn't sound hey, like I'm glad Logan. That Remy, Remy took some speech classes so he could do like this very American accent that's not Cajun. Yeah, I mean, I, Although, I, I don't know. It would know. be very I'm... funny if Logan came out. He was like. He's like, hey, mon ami, I'm going to cut you up to size. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's so poorly written and it's like really hard to follow in much the same way that like Logan writing his memoirs would be. That's kind of how this show feels to me. Um, so we're up to episode three. Almost nothing has actually occurred. Mariko was kidnapped by her father and Logan's trying to save her. And he's in Japan now trying to save her and like avoiding the Yakuza slash defeating them in order to save Mariko. So... In this episode, they actually established that it is the Yakuza, but they were calling it something else before. So, Well, they did. I think you missed it. But in the very first episode, they said that the faction that they were a part of is like oh, okay, so part of it. the larger Yakuza. Great. But yes, the Kaziryu is the name of their faction, their gang. Yakuza is just a Japanese word that means mafia, essentially. You know, what's really funny is that in this episode, there's multiple times where the agents are like, all right. If we do this, we'll take down the entire Yakuza yeah, in like one go. And I'm, I'm like, like um... guys, <laughs> crimes are being committed every time you turn around on this show. And yet the Japanese feds or CIA, whatever they are, are like, we simply can't get a case. Like, we just can't figure out how to arrest these guys. And it's like, what is going on? Like, it is it is like a hilarious depiction of Japanese law enforcement where they seem so incompetent. It's like insane. But it also just feels like a show written by a child where they're like, I don't really know how laws work. Oh, it's really like anybody who's watching anime between the ages of 13 and 16 is exactly I just, every single time I watch this show I am just having flashbacks Same, to, to being 13. high school yeah. and like what our friends were writing yep. and drawing and just, just kind of approximations of adult life based on what a 13 year old thinks, which is again funny because like I think this is the same creative team that made the X-Men anime, including Warren Ellis, who's writing I'm not a fan of, really, at this point. But nonetheless, I, I can argue the man can tell a story. And so it's like weird to me that they chose this, this path for this show, but I think it's intentional. I think they were like, we're skewing to a younger audience. We're going to make it really focused on the fight scenes. The plot doesn't really matter. It's just all flash and no substance, and that's what we're doing. It's a kind of anime that people do enjoy watching. Course, yeah. It's a lot of what was on... Well, I was going to say what was a lot that was on Adult Swim, but I actually t- I retract that statement because I think, I think a lot- Adult Swim tried to curate a, a 
stronger lineup. They had a lot of good shows. And then I was like, well, maybe Toonami. And I'm like, no, even Toonami was like pretty good. I, some of the stuff they had on Toonami really shouldn't have been there. Like Tenshi Muyo, not a children's show. Yeah. <laughs> like- well, that was kind of an issue with anime generally, where like a lot of things were coming overseas that were like not for kids. But in America, people are like, well, it's animated. So it's for kids. Right. And like, that's funny. It's like it's actually kind of crazy if you try and go back to watching what aired on these public stations versus like what the actual full dub would be if they didn't cut it down for public tv yeah or like the correct translation or whatever yeah no i mean like even like they they would dub these shows right yeah and like keep everything the same like they just translate it and you could watch those versions of, the, of like tenshi muyo for example or you can like get the dvd that wasn't aired on public access or whatever, or like on Cartoon Network and like public access. Oh my God, yeah, that would be, be the really worst funny. place for that to be. Yeah. But uh, like on Cartoon Network and you watch the DVD and you're suddenly like, wait, they cut like Everything. several minutes out of each episode to like get rid of like the tits and like the sex and like yep, the yep, the yep. erections. It, you know, like, it is it is crazy. All the sex farce stuff. Yeah, yeah. None of that is in this show, which is unfortunate because that would actually probably make this yeah, show. Why, are, why aren't there a bunch of jokes about like Logan getting hard ons? Like that would be way better, honestly. I, I mean, I would love that if that were in this show. It's not. Yeah, I actually would too. Also, I want to point out that I did watch through the opening again this time because yeah. last time I didn't. Yeah, but then I, I listened I to our show and I was like, I'm going to listen to it every time. I was like, all right, fine. I'll watch it this time. Please stop. I. It's not good. <laughs> okay. I just noticed for the you. first time in the, the opening. opening not so much in the actual show but logan just has a mullet in multiple shots and then doesn't hmm. for this show maybe he there's like a time jump where he grows his hair out or something i mean i dig it i think the mullet looks good i mean clearly you do too you have one right I now do. So. I, I think mullets are cute yeah bring it back anyway uh, so <laughs> is there any other previously on the x-men that we need to say before we get started no we've already talked about kikyo enough to point out that kikyo is on the roof with logan and that is where the next 10 minutes are gonna be yeah like almost the entire episode it's literally them just like fighting up there and yikyo standing in the background going it looks like logan may have met his match <laughs> And Kikyo. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. That's and there's so like dramatic boring. cuts of like slow motion hair and blood in the air. That's, I mean, what Ryan just said is literally a line Yukio says. Like it's word for word. Not like that wasn't, that wasn't like him like, making up something she might have said. That's literally one of the lines. And like the other lines are Kikyo saying, so just you and me and then flying slow motion through the air. It's, it's really bad. It's really, I don't, I'm sorry, but I don't enjoy this. And so like, it's, it's, so it's the two of them fighting. Kikyo is an assassin who works for Shingen, but also like he, I guess was a Weapon X project. Like, I don't know why or how, but he has an adamantium katana in his arm. We we don't know what his deal is. I'm assuming we're never going to find out much like Martian Rat. I'm assuming that like, too. They are just gone. And what was the other guy's neuron? I would love to know. I would love to know, but I don't think Kikio is going to survive this entire season. So I don't either. I mean, I don't know. There seems to be a new villain per episode and they don't go away. So eventually it's going to be Logan fighting like 18 guys. Except Logan doesn't ever die. So it's like hard to care about any of these fights, including this one. Listen, in the finally episode, Marco will finally align and what shall be Logan. And then it will cut to credits. (laughs) That's pretty much the speed at which this show operates. Oh, my God. Okay, can we talk about the fact that there's, like, a dramatic cut 
I didn't kind of mention this before. It's a slow motion. We see some hair in the yes. air and some blood. Yep. And Kikyo catches his hair. A strand of hair. That's all Logan okay. manages to cut is so, a strand of his hair. Kikyo now is going to be extremely queer coded oh, in a yeah. villain way. In the same way that what the fuck Hideki, his name is. The, the Hideki. fiance Hideki. Of- Okay, Hideki and this is like so gay in such a gross way I that I was like... It's- I'm like, this is now making me uncomfortable. It's pretty bad. We'll get to him. He he gets to be in the second half of this episode, but in the first half, it's he all does. Kikyo. But first, Kikyo catches his hair and starts like <laughs> erotically it. sucking on it. His and own I hair. Like, I mean, it is Ooh. odd. I think he was sucking the blood off of it, but I don't know. Because no, like I don't, I don't think there was blood on it. I really didn't know what I to make it of was, it. No, okay, Maddie. I thought it was gonna be some anime bullshit where he's like, when I suck my hair, it becomes stronger. Now I'm gonna like use it like a whip that can cut you. I mean, like, that's I, the kind of it, shit I thought was gonna happen. I've played a lot of Bayonetta. Well, because he's kind of magical. I mean, there's sort of also anime powers, anime Street Fighter powers in this. Like people kind of can shoot force blasts at each other, but only sometimes. And like. That's not really explained in the show as anything beyond what I just said. I like you said Street Fighter, and all I'm thinking is, man, even Street Fighter has a better plot than this show. I know. <laughs> it does. And and saying Street Fighter has a plot is strong. Like, it is not. <laughs> plot is a big word that doesn't encompass what Street Fighter's doing, which is not much. Uh, but <laughs> this this show, <laughs> similarly, not much is happening. Um, so he licks his hair and then he kind of flicks it away. I wrote literally why in my notes. And then Kikio goes, I'm waiting gaily to Logan, like waiting for him to attack again. He does. I, listen, I, <laughs> I wrote this down, but it's like stupid. I couldn't hear a lot of what they were saying. They started doing that thing where they were talking softer than yes, the music yes. that was like the guitar riffs in the background. Well, but also their lines don't matter. So it's hard to care like there's things i would like rewind and rewatch to be like did i understand this and then i'd be like why did i do that but like yeah. for some reason right after licking his hair kikio goes let's see how fast you are and just starts running away really fast from logan I, dude okay i like how that's what you wrote down where i wrote down can we talk about that logan is running on all fours like a dog don't know why <laughs> yeah and also, he's <laughs> not as fast by doing that. And so Kikyo's like <laughs> leaping up this sort of outdoor staircase on the like, side of a building. What is he doing? I don't know. It's like, and he like leaps up onto it. And Logan is like, stand still, pretty boy. And like, okay, that's also gay. Yeah, it I, is. This, this I was is like, there's really nothing straight about this show, which is really hilarious to me because I think that's on par with like a lot of these animes that I remember a lot of quote unquote straight boys watching in high school. Well, Kikio is beautiful. Like he is so gorgeous. And like Logan is also kind of a pretty boy in this. Like he's butch, but he's like also pretty. Like everybody's very pretty on the show. It's, it's a lot. It just feels like we're watching Yahweh. Yeah, pretty much. And I, 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 like I just said, I remember a lot of straight boys watching these kind of shows. And mm-hmm. now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, a lot of those boys turned out to be men that are Not now straight. admitting that they're bisexual. I <laughs> 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 was like, never mind. I'll take that back. I, I'm retracting a lot of statements like within Yeah, where you're like, so a lot of people who were straight watched this and then you'd have to like take a beat and be like, were they? Wait a minute. You're like doing calculations in your head. Like what happened to each of those people that I'm like still Facebook friends with or whatever. And like remembering each of them coming out. Okay. Well, speaking of their gay shit, they go over to this like apartment building, right? Yeah. Like on top of the roof. Yeah. They were on top of a, a roof and now they're on top of a roof again. Yeah. A different roof. They, they spend most of their time on top of roofs. Like even at the end of the episode where Logan's like throwing fucking beer or whatever. He, Logan says, I don't care. Oh, sorry. 
that's not his voice in the show. It's, I don't care if you're Shingen's best assassin, you'll bleed just like everybody else. That's and right. then Kikyo says, Curious, how much punishment can you take, boy? And I'm like, whoa. I just, I'm like, so Kikyo is going to take Logan up to his like BDSM darling Nikki castle. Yep. And have whatever fun they're gonna have Have his way with him i don't know what that's kind of what we're watching now i mean we're watching a sexy flirtatious fight (laughs) is he part of the hellfire club unclear (laughs) i mean i i went weapon x but hey i don't fucking know he could be from anywhere he could be with any faction i mean he's hired by shingen but what does he do the rest of the time weapon x turns out not to be like a lab or a governmental experiment it's actually just like this club (laughs) okay If it was a gay bar, okay, why is there a gay bar called Weapon X? Okay, we're shutting down this podcast and founding that now. (laughs) Okay, just like fucking Nadja uh, built a fucking vampire club and what we do in the shadows. Yeah, but we're going to do it. We're going to build a mutant bar uh, because it's definitely the right time. Uh, So anyway, uh, Kikio is just like, by the time I'm through, there won't be enough of you left to heal together. And Logan's like, we'll see about that. I can't do his voice anymore. Um. Yu-Gi-Oh, by the way, is like leaping around following them to watch the fight. And I'm just like, why? It's so boring. (laughs) But she's like in the background of every shot. Well, she's doing that anime shit where she's like, can Logan face off with Kikyo or is Kikyo his match? Like she keeps on having lines. Like we're at the part now where Kikyo concentrates. He does like a razor wind attack like a Pokemon. He's fucking Bulbasaur. I I wrote down literally Yukio going, Kikyo used razor wind. It is literally that because like he does a crazy (laughs) razor wind attack and then Yukio says to herself as the match commentator, what was that? A razor wind attack? And it's like you need her to say that because the animation is confusing and not like well done enough that without her saying that would you know what was happening no i don't know if that is helpful because at this point it's just doing whatever the fuck that it wants like yuki is about to throw one of her chakrams at kiko which why which, did she do that i don't, I don't know, know why. Like, she it's misses, like she gets so bored and matter. then she's like i'm just gonna throw one of my chakrams in here and see what happens she was trying to roll for a, a 20 and she got like a three so it just kind of like fell yeah it just kind of got <laughs> deflected instantly and then she just is like oh okay i guess i shouldn't have bothered with that i love how right after that logan instantly claims that he can handle yeah. this battle without he's her. like yukio and back he, off and then he falls off the roof <laughs> <laughs> into like a pile of cops i'm like okay okay. yeah so then suddenly there's a ton of police cars which okay i I, i'm not gonna say i'm on their side because like they do kind of make some missteps in how they approach the situation but like there are two random men fighting on the roof trying to murder each other and this is like a a crowded (laughs) office park like there's a lot of people trying to do their jobs in each of these buildings this is one of the scenarios where like the cops are like just doing the job they're supposed to do which is like guys you can't just get into a fight to the death here you guys can't like fight in like on this yeah you can't fight in this crowded office park like stop it right we see some office workers inside later okay we're gonna we're gonna get there in a second because that made me laugh really hard it's funny but it's also like what i can't i can't explain why this is even happening like they need to I like don't either go somewhere else and so there's a thousand cops down on the ground and they're like using a megaphone to call up and be like who the fuck are you please stop <laughs> yeah. okay also please go back and listen to the music they start playing here because it sounds very similar to the castle music from i know Super Mario Super Mario World it's like it sounds so like so bad I hate the music No it's this. like it's like 
it starts drumming up and it's like dun 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 dun. I'm like, okay, so it starts like playing the first five notes of it, and I'm like, it sounds like a fucking video game ass boss battle, but not in a good way, not in a cool way. Okay, but then Logan's falling, right? But he's about to crash through this window downstairs where there are two women inside drinking coffee, being like. His goatee was so cute at work the other day, and I want to fuck him on the desk. And I was like, Jesus, what's happening? Okay, it's also really funny that they're so distracted that they don't notice two men across the way fighting to the death on the roof outside, which would be captivating every office worker in like a five block radius. But these two women are just making coffee and being like, I can't wait to fuck him later. And it's like, (laughs) Logan smashes through the window in between them, and they're like, and then Logan just goes, hey, guys, sorry about that. Which is so <laughs> he not laughing. Logan. Like, he, he starts, starts laughing, laughing crazily. And it's, like, so weird. It's like, what is this character? Like, I don't know. He's this? like, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> like, he laughs a lot. It's, like, terrifying. It's like a man just smashed through the window into your office and started laughing. Like, what is that? I don't know what this show is doing, but then Logan looks across the street and suddenly notices, like, a dent in the wall made by Kiki the Sword, and he's like, wait a second, that hole in the wall is the same hole that was in Asano. He must have killed him. <laughs> I know! It's like, How does he Logan logic together? Logan logic. It's just Logan logic. He's just like, know. wait, this guy has a sword. Asano was killed with a sword. That's it. Guys, you, okay, you, <laughs> like, did you that's the write down of this fucking scene right here? Oh my god, it's like I, we're already past halfway through the episode, but Logan then time. says <laughs> another sexual line when he says, "When I'm done with you, we'll find a new place to stick that sword of yours." And then he jumps and goes, "Ugh!" And I was like, "This show." <laughs> Not straight. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not to say that any X Men show is straight, but like, I, I feel like it's doing its hardest to try and convince me that it's straight. But what I'm getting instead is like, I don't know. This episode just gets gayer and gayer. Honestly, I, I it, listen. I this is bringing me back to high school again. Our friends that were like quote unquote straight writing these like manly fucking yeah, fight so scenes and I'm just watching it being like fighting it's like honor it's like when I watch wrestling and I'm like this is gay right? okay but like, also even is... people who do wrestling are like yeah it's gay like that's not even <laughs> contention. I mean at least a lot of my friends who are actually straight and like watch wrestling are like oh no it's 100% homosexual I'm like yeah, okay yeah, thank yeah, you yeah, yeah. that's not that's not up for debate anymore so, so somehow now we're meant to believe that Kikio killed Asano, who is the agent, the Japanese government agent who Logan was working with, who died in episode two. Yeah. And we're going to get a monologue from Logan later about how heartbroken he is over his boyfriend dying. Well, he's got a lot of boyfriends on the show. Although first, the police are now saying they're going to (laughs) shoot. The police are still down there being like, hey, Kikio, guys, please stop. Like, (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. (laughs) The police are like, we're going to shoot. And Yikio throws out her chakram. I don't know what it does. It doesn't do anything. Okay, (laughs) I watched this twice because I was like, is she using her chakram to (laughs) knock the guns out of their hands? Because that would be badass. Nope. She just kind of throws it at them and like they all kind of duck weirdly and are like, what's that? And then she catches it again and she's like, and, like leaves. <laughs> she's like, my work here is done, laughing. but you didn't do anything. I, like, what? I also watched it twice. And I was like, hold on, what happened? Yeah. Apparently nothing. nothing. Like, okay, I don't know. This other section is hilarious too because the police chief keeps saying, we have you surrounded. And then like to his to his deputy, he's like, tell them mobilize a chopper and get some canine units. 
Logan and Kikyo instantly after that line run away and escape immediately. I was like, Dude, where I, did they get to? The I was police thinking were about everywhere that. and they were surrounded and they have a chopper. They were surrounding Logan the building and, and they were like, walk away, essentially. Uh, no, literally, Logan gets to the ground, walks down the street, nobody's there. Nobody's there. And I was like, I thought. It's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny. And then Kikyo goes into an alleyway by himself to have a monologue about how hot Logan is. No one folds him, no one sees him. <laughs> Both of them literally just turn and walk away quickly. Hold on. Kikyo, we have to talk about that. Like, Kikyo turns the camera in a shadow in the alleyway and goes, Logan is a challenge. I've never met someone who has survived a moment with me. Soon enough, we will find out which one is truly the best. And it's like... Talking to no one. Talking to no one. Jacking off in the alley. I hold don't... On. <laughs> is this supposed to be... A parody of anime because I kind of feel like if it no, if it, I don't. Th- unfortunately, I don't think it is. Then it would go up to like a five, but I don't think it's supposed to. Oh be. yeah, if this was a parody, it would be fucking perfect because <laughs> I, it, it may as well be a parody because I'm like I don't know who this man is. He's just a beautiful <laughs> bishi who's like I've met my match or have I? He's so sexy. Unlike anyone <laughs> I've ever met before. <laughs> it's fucking dumb as shit. I, I, unfortunately, I don't think it's a parody. I think it is intending straight-laced to be cool. I think all of this is supposed to be cool as hell. Oh, my God. I don't know. You, Logan and Yukio escape. Logan and Yukio are running away together. There's a bunch of sirens in the background, but nobody's catching up to them. It's going to be fine. I don't know what's going on. Yukio's tits are bouncing around. Mm-hmm. This is one of the many times since episode two where Yukio says, and she says it repeatedly yes. in this episode, where she, she goes, She says, I'm on your side. She says it like 16 times in this episode. It's to the point where I'm like, mm, I'm starting to think that she's not. Yeah. I think this is yeah. going to be Yukio working okay. for Shingen. Hard to say, because is it that or is it just bad writing? Because <laughs> it's like every two minutes, Yukio is like, you know, Logan, you need to trust me because I'm on your side. And he's like, I don't trust anyone except no. these other six people I've had sex with. And she's like, hmm, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Okay, listen, this is the moment that I stopped the episode to message you and say, I don't understand what they're saying anymore because th- this whole conversation that they have are random lines. It's random lines. That they say at each other, but it's not in a conversation with each other. That's it's right. just like random lines. I didn't write any of it down. I couldn't I did, follow the conversation. But it's a bad... Okay, so one of the things that Logan says is appearances and the truth aren't always what they seem, which is a maddening line. Like, <laughs> I don't think I could tell you definitively what that means. And then Yukio goes, true enough, but I hope you realize I'm on your side. And that's what Logan I was like, goes, what? You like long shots? And she goes, sure, I like going against the odds. What's the fun in playing it safe? And he goes, well, I like your style. And then they stop talking and keep running. And Dude, it's like, what is this conversation? I, I told you, like, doesn't that, it doesn't sound like they're, wh- it's who, not anything. It just sounds like quote unquote cool lines, but like, they don't mean anything if you think about them at all. And it's like, these are two people who don't really even know each other and haven't gotten to know each other at all. And they're turning to each other and they're like, you still have a lot to learn. Yes, exactly. I don't know. Like- <laughs> that was the line that we wrote as a joke in D2 when we wrote a parody of anime in a fight scene that we keep referring to. But like, Master Brain saying to Agent D in D2, you still have a lot to learn over and over. Like, that's the joke that we were making is like a character saying that over and over. And like, this show just doesn't, straight every time like i don't I, yeah i don't 
I don't know. Okay, but hold on. Hold on a second. Um, so Hideki, so we've talked about queer coding on the show because that's basically what this show is. Mm-hmm. This is like kind of quintessential like queer coding in the bad way where it's like we're utilizing gay traits and like these gay stereotypes to make this person be like bad because gays are bad. And yeah, it's just- and make them threatening and scary and like sexually deviant and like a predator. But this yeah. is like, this was made in like 2012. So I'm kind of like, mm, this it's is kind of unacceptable great. at this point. Great. Like it's it's different from like, like a Disney villain where they have these traits, but also you're rooting for the villains mm-hmm. or even like somebody like Vecna and Stranger Things, like like characters that are like, you're like, these guys are evil and gay, but also like, I kind of like want to hang out with them. Like Sephiroth, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's kind of dangerous, but also like. And also Sephiroth, like also kind of has a point, you know? Like, well, that's, that's what I mean. Like a lot of these, there's a lot of these, those villains that have those queer coded characteristics inside of them are usually characters that are they're sympathetic in some way love yeah. and we're like yeah yeah stand up and fight for your shit do it but this is like when it's bad like we're talking like 1920s this is <laughs> he's yeah. he's yeah. got some flamboyant characteristics he's a terrifying sexual deviant so he's also a rapist mm-hmm. and it's like oh god who was the other character mastermind yes Both mastermind had did this. some some qualities that were very similar to this that upset us in the, the last couple episodes of the x-men anime yeah this show does it in every episode with Hideki or at least episodes two and three and I assume every episode from here on out I don't feel like Hideki is going to last too much longer though honestly I think he's going to die I don't know I thought he was going to die at the end of this episode but then he got interrupted by Omega Red by some other gay shit yeah. like I don't know okay so I don't know who Hideki was talking to on the phone but he Me was either. talking about this guy and his daughter and I was like they must be talking about Yukio right like I have no they have idea. to be genuinely I don't know and then Hideki's <laughs> like no 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 that's not what they say he says like oh my god I didn't write it down but something about like they'll kill someone's daughter and i was like yukio mariko like yeah he's i did write it down he's like that fujikawa official that won't play ball with us tell him if he doesn't see things our way we'll pay a visit to his daughter ta-ta who's fujikawa i assumed it was like a police officer or something that he was like blackmailing oh so like nobody yeah i mean i i think we're just supposed to be like this is a bad guy he's talking about bad shit that he's doing in the background of the show and it doesn't actually matter to the show but i don't know i genuinely don't know because this show i I never know what to expect (sighs) this show isn't good enough (laughs) that it's like clear what's going on so it's like is he just talking about random shit right now or do we need to care who knows that's that's how i feel about it too but then he comes into the room and Where he Mariko's starts stroking Mariko. She's been yeah, sitting there for dunk. the past she's six weeks. She's been sitting there for three episodes <laughs> and she's just sitting there. He's gaily stroking her and he's like, nothing will keep us apart. <laughs> and then Mariko has like an inner monologue. In her head is like, Logan, if only I could save you, but you're probably going to die. Oh my God. If I don't understand mutant power. She's like literally like, I wish... I could find some way to save you. That's my only line in this episode. Yep. Goodbye. Yeah. Like, and if she just... doesn't even say it out loud. She just in her head is like, Logan, I wish I could save you. And that's it. It's like all of her lines are the word Logan or related to Logan. And they're all her crying and being like, it's too bad. I don't have the ability to do anything at all. <laughs> you know, I do like going back to the Wolverine movie. I kind of want to watch it again after watching this show, but like, I know, right. I mean, she, there was a lot of moments in that show where Mariko was not able to do anything, but they did a good job at least giving her, I mean, her whole thing is that she couldn't fight. Like she just didn't have that in her, 
but she was very feisty. She was a much feistier version of of Mariko. She could also physically fight. And it was more that she was choosing not to, she was choosing to go with her father's wishes because she felt obligated to, but she was also miserable, which I think is a better storyline. Right. It just I is. Think, I, I think that was a better storyline too. And like, I did like at the end of the Wolverine movie, Mariko picks up, you know, Logan's claw that had been scraped off with his like adamantium and mm-hmm. she kills her dad with it. And she's like, no, I'm not, I'm fucking done. I, I thought that was good. I mean, I would like to see her do more, but there was, I mean, Yukio was so good on that show and it was, there wasn't like nobody else like really in competition. Like there was a male lead and a female lead that were both awesome. And then Mariko got to do some shit where she got to do the ending blow. Yeah. She kind of had to be the love interest though, a little bit. Like she, there was was that ninja dude who was there for like three scenes. There were like 17 silver samurais. He was one of them. But I also feel like the Mariko in the Wolverine movie that Logan falls in love with, like, I, I bought it. Like, I felt like she, like, especially when they went out to her, like, little summer house or whatever, mm-hmm. and she was, like, walking around, and she was, like, helping him. Yeah, I mean, they did a better job of selling a possible friends-to-lovers thing for them. She did get kidnapped way too many fucking times, and I hated that, but I think that actress really was, like, good. It was dumb, but I but I get it. Like, I, I feel like even watching this anime and, like, having read those comics, I'm like, there's not a lot to work with for her. Like, it's, it's, it's hard to adapt this stuff because it's kind of based on a series of anime tropes. Like, people were talking in our Discord about how apparently the inception of those comics, and I haven't verified this, but... Um, apparently the inception of it was Chris Claremont and Frank Miller being on a long car ride talking about how much they like anime. Yeah. So if it feels like a parody of anime, that's because that's kind of what it is. Like it's like through multiple games of telephone, it's a parody of anime where it's like two guys wrote a version that's kind of based on some anime tropes they like. And then an anime team made that into an anime, you know, like we're watching a reflection of a reflection of anime here, you know? And also like them writing this in the comic books has, it can be deeply problematic with some of the things they chose to do because it was based on anime. Absolutely, because it's two white guys like inventing Logan going to Japan and learning how to be a samurai. Right, but I'm I'm also like sitting there being like, okay, but I do truly appreciate that it was because they were just sitting in a car being fanboys. It's pretty funny, nerds. and I'm like, okay, that I buy that. I I've not, I don't think I've even mentioned this on the show, but like there's so many stories that I I wrote and I continue to write in my life. But remember, Maddie, I wrote like a 14 episode show that was like you, me, and like you and me and a couple like other people that were like sorcerers. But it was written as an anime, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this is kind of classic. Like they didn't write it when they were 13, but that's why it kind of feels that way. It's like yeah, well, we wanted to write. It an animation so we did yeah and like i wasn't i don't think it was as problematic as this because we didn't go to japan like we we're just still like in america and with like anime characteristics no but-, but it was using some of those similar storytelling tropes where it's like an ensemble cast they learn how to fight and use magic together i mean i i don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to emulate a style of art that you see that you like yeah 100 percent. an anime clearly has a freaking like structure of course that works it continues to work. And I mean, I think that's part of why, despite the fact that they are sexist and stuff, and that doesn't, I mean, that's not really related to the point I'm making. it depends on the anime at this point. I mean, well, like, no, no, they, no. That's not what I was going to say. Despite that those 80s comics about Wolverine, I would say, are pretty sexist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree with that. And that, I think, is the problem that they can't solve, honestly. It doesn't really have anything to do with the anime tropes. I mean, it can, because some of those shows were written... 40, 50 years ago. And so they had sexist trappings because that's the time period they were written in, you know? So like 
those things are just still here. And we end up with this weird version of Yukio that's been rewritten a couple times. And like now I think she's a way stronger character. But like it's hard to know what to do with Mariko because she's basically like Princess Peach. Like her whole point is to be kidnapped and to be the thing that Mario slash Wolverine has to save. Like that's that's kind of all she is. Okay, but like unfortunately for Mariko, Princess Peach at this point in her character, well, yeah. she's still getting captured, but it's like she's kind of letting it happen because she's apparently the most powerful being in the universe. But that's also a problem, though, because it's like, why <laughs> then does Peach need any help at all? I don't think she does. Okay, well, you already know my deep dive that I wrote for AIPT back in the day about like how Bowser and her are together and they're just fucking with Mario. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like this this show kind of has the same problem as all these other stories about Mariko where it's like, is Mariko some kind of mastermind who also can fight and like is smart enough to stand up for herself and she's arranging all of this? Or is she passive? Like it's it's like no one really knows how to treat her as a character and I don't really blame right. them because you have this yeah. damsel in distress trope that you don't know how to get around. Oh, 100%. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Anyway, back to this show. Okay, hold on. Yeah, where are we? Uh, Logan. We're in okay. downtown Tokyo now. It looks kind of like Shibuya. Yeah, Logan's telling Yukio that Asano was different from anybody else he worked with. Yeah, this is Yukio's apartment. Logan gives a speech about how he's like, there aren't any people in the world I could trust. Just a few, two people. And Asano was one of them. And I was like, okay, so they dated? Yeah, because the only two he trusts are Asano and Mariko. And I'm like, yeah, you're two lovers. AKA Mariko never actually slept with you. So you slept with Asano. I, I, that is kind of like <laughs> so the vibe. Really, you're one lover and your pretend girlfriend beard. I get this. I'm following. <laughs> well, I think I think he knew Asano previous to Mariko. Of course. Because I feel like the timeline with Mariko is recent. And Asano, they had already stated they had a new at least known each other for like 10 years. So that's how it seems because, so here's his monologue about Asano. He says, Asano was different. He didn't treat me like I was some kind of mutant freak. Maybe I trusted him because we operated in the same crazy world. He gave life all he had. There aren't many people out there I can trust, but he was one of them. He gave me the best blowjob I ever had. <laughs> He's kind of like the Nick Fury, as, as we've drawn the comparison before, where like he worked with mutants or whatever, worked with special forces yeah, operatives with right. superpowers, even though he was a human. And like clearly they had some type of, you know, overarching relationship. I, first, first of all, MCU needs more gay characters, like period constant conversation i keep having mm-hmm. but if we ever got to the point where like the mcu reflected how queer openly queer the world is now mm-hmm. it'd be great if they introduced logan into the mcu as nick fury's boyfriend yeah i know that will never happen i feel like we've said this on the show before because it's like just randomly a ship that we're like this is fun let's do this now let's get I samuel mean, jackson a lot of people ship them yeah I mean, it's you a know, good like, ship whatever. it makes sense it's like classic it's like alias except for wolverine and the x-men where that one was weird but whatever i mean we still shipped them but it was just a weird contentious toxic relationship on that show I, okay <laughs> by the way at the end of that conversation he has about Asano. He's just like he he talks about Asano for a really long time. Yep. And he's like, because of what he what because of what Shingen did to Asano, I'm going to kill Shingen. And then like somewhere in the moment after that, he's at, he's also like, and also Mariko. Yeah, I know. It's really funny. He's like, Shingen will pay for what he did to Asano. Pause. Oh, right. Also Mariko. I, I still care about that. I'm definitely not gay. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh Yukio pulls out this computer from her tits mm-hmm. uh that she stole. From I think Asano's office when they were doing cartwheels. I don't remember. And 
she's like, there's a shipment arriving from Magipar that night, and you know, Hideki's gonna be there, and other characters that are nameless and don't matter. And Logan's like, huh? Because he like doesn't understand where this where this little <laughs> tiny computer came from and where she got it. Okay, wait, 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 wait. There's like this insane conversation where Yuki is like telling this story about tigers and wolves working together yep. or something. She's like a metaphor, and then at the end she goes, "Just remember, I'm on your side." I was like, <laughs> wait. What I don't even understand what you're saying. Yeah, like, I don't go back. <laughs> I don't either. But I was like, this is almost as bad as Silver Fox being like, let me explain to you the origin of the Wolverine name, which I've watched multiple times and I still don't understand what the fuck that meant either. We'll never know because they made up that whole story just for the movie. From what I could tell, it didn't work. It made no sense. Oh wait, no, it wasn't Silver Fox that said it. Well, it she was... does. She has an origin for the Wolverine. She oh, talks no, about the right. moon and he falls in love with the moon or some shit, and he like goes to the different world. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Oh, they just I forgot that it happens also in the Wolverine when Mariko starts calling him by the Japanese word. I don't remember. Like it's well, like because they redo the the origin of Wolverine later. And then like in the middle of it, he has like a fucking Weapon X flashback and a flashback to Gene. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Logan. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's there's he's, also a shot here of like three thousand dubs that they felt they needed to animate. Don't know why. Mm-hmm, That's just mm-hmm, randomly mm-hmm. there. I mean those are outside the window. Logan's watching them. Yeah. So basically Hideki is taking all these, I guess drugs from Madripoor to like be a dowry for Mariko. I don't, I don't know. Who even knows? Like he's trying, he leaves fucking wherever his palace dungeon is with Ganondorf where they're <laughs> lovers. They leave. And he's got a million long black cars. This is the next scene is, is Hideki. There's also Asano's old agents are also in a car following them. It's more initial D shit. It's like, I'm like, oh my God, night of fire. Anyway. Yep. Oh my God. So like the, the Japanese agents are trying to bust the drug drop at the same time as Logan and Yukio. You'd think this would be interesting, but it's not. There are so many things. There's a long shot of Hideki filing his nails. Wait, did you see that? They like did a, like a five second, like a 10 second shot of Hideki's yes. nails. Multiple shots. They're like, he's filing them, making them pretty. He's like, <laughs> he's got multiple rings on. It's- yeah, it is like got a pinky ring god i know right anyway so they're at the dock the boat arrives he hideki's like load up the cars with the shipment and then like logan and yukio are on a rooftop there's a a bunch of of rooftop (laughs) this is like the fourth rooftop battle that has happened on the show it is crazy i i like they have created um what are they called oh molotov cocktails yeah thank you okay so they they are throwing molotov cocktails which i thought was just beer at first that (laughs) were exploding Again, it may as well be. They're throwing bottles of beer. They also have like 3,000 of these. They do. They have a huge box of them. And Yukio is just like putting a rag in, lighting it on fire, passing it up to Logan. Logan's throwing it. It's like they're just like this two man gorilla fighting group that is like destroying this drug bust. And the extent of their destruction (laughs) is just lighting every single car on fire simultaneously. And it's like, Jesus. It's like the end of X Men 3 again. I mean, I guess it would work. So, like, all the cars are lighting on fire and, like, exploding, and everyone just starts screaming and running around. Fire. The boat's on fire. Everything is engulfed in flames. The crew on the boat's trying to put out the fire. Somehow, not everyone is dead instantly, even though there's flames everywhere. I was so confused for a second, because, like, 
what is, I forget the name of this Japanese CIA, what it's actually called. Like, I don't think he has a name. The guy who who like is replacing Asano. No, no, no. The, the, the name of like the CIA agency. It's like special forces or whatever. We looked it up before and we I'm got it. it up again. But like there's a part where they pull up and kind of get out of the car. It's called the Public Security Intelligence Agency. Okay, so the Public Security Intelligence Agency. Oh my God, what is the fucking acronym for that? The PSIA, I guess. The PSIA, <laughs> the PISA. They um they are there and like I thought they got out of the car because there's another shot of agents and I thought it was them and they like run past Hideki and Hideki's like, Yeah, I get Logan and they go, Oh, okay. And I'm like, Oh wow. So these characters were working for Hideki the whole time, but they weren't. There's just like those other agents haven't actually gotten out of the car yet. And I was like, Wait. Yeah. Hold I have the on. same problem. Why does everybody look identical? I was like not able to follow who the fuck was. I have the same they problem because there's dre- so many people running around with sunglasses, wearing black three piece suits, and some of them are yakuza, and some of them are PSIA guys, and it's not clear who's who, and they're all screaming. I really couldn't tell. They're all shooting at each other, and I was like, I don't know. Which would be interesting if that was the point of this moment: is that everything is confusing, and all of these groups are the same. No. It's not it's interesting because I can't tell what the fuck is happening. They all look exactly the same. They don't even have different hair. Like I was like, I know. They like, all look make the them look different because I cannot follow what the fuck is happening. Okay, and also since Asano has died, we have not even been given names for any of his coworkers, so it's hard to care about them because it's like we don't even we don't even have names for them. Like who the fuck are they? You know, who like knows? they may as well be dead. The because... audience, like, are they participating? I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. Okay, so. Hideki's like, let's get out of here. But he keeps not running away. It's but then weird. he's like, but he's like, but also get the drugs. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, who is he ordering around? Because everyone is just screaming and running from all this fire that's happening. And it's like, what? And then, okay, so <laughs> then Logan just leaps down. He's like, Logan, I knew it was you. So Logan <laughs> leaps down into the middle of all this. And like everything stops suddenly and everybody shoots at Logan for some reason. Logan has that great line where he goes, hey, did you miss me, bub? And I was like, that is a weird way to deliver that line. Okay. (laughs) It's also like, what is the purpose of this? Also, the music here is like full on Power Rangers again. It's like, it's playing like crazy guitar music. I didn't like any of the music in this entire episode. The drugs are on fire and Hideki screams, this isn't fair. I don't deserve any of this <laughs> which is annoying because he caused all of it and like you think even he would know that right but he's like stupid and and just screaming so he's like ah, why am i getting in trouble and it's like the extent of his character meanwhile logan's getting shot a million times and he just groans annoyed which i thought was funny uh mm-hmm. then he screams for like a really long time logan's just like Rawr! Uh, Hideki's driver tries to get them out of there, but Logan's just standing there in the way. So they, for some reason, they decide they're not going to run over Logan. They stop and go, it's Logan. I was like, (laughs) dude, you could run over him. He'll live. Number one, number two, you want to kill him. So I don't know why you're stopping. And so, so, it's so ridiculous. And then Hideki gets back out of the car again. Like this is (laughs) like, like, if this sounds confusing to you, it is is. because it's, it's not well done. Like Hideki keeps getting in and out of a car that is engulfed in flames and being like, let's get out. Out of here but wait what about the drugs but wait logan's here but wait and gets back like, out what of is- the car logan walks over knocks the gun out of his head because hideki doesn't shoot it not that it would do anything he puts his fist up to uh 
Hideki's face and takes out two claws, so it's trapping him, and he's like, the third claw is going to pop out and kill him. But couldn't Hideki just back up? It's not like he's, he's like, stopped from moving. <laughs> I don't know. Hideki then goes, is this about me and Mariko? Listen, bitch, we can share her. <laughs> That's a crazy thing to say. He does say we can share her, and Logan's like... And Logan's like, yeah, I know you're gay, but um, I need to kill you. <laughs> yeah, Logan's like... That's the last time you'll ever say her name. Kiss your pretty ass goodbye, Hideki. And then it doesn't happen because who shows up, Maddie? You tell me. Oh, so um, two tentacles show up. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is a Wolverine show. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I was thinking to myself, wow, is this even an X-Men show? There haven't been any tentacles yet. And thank God, well, episode, episode three, three two huge, <laughs> ridiculously, ludicrously long tentacles emerge from the flames, like hundreds and hundreds of feet long, emerge from the flames, and they grab Logan and fling him up in the air. And so Hideki just kind of collapses onto the ground and watches the rest of this scene because he's irrelevant now. Also, same with Yukio. She's just, Yukio is just yeah, like, Yukio's what just the standing fuck there. is even happening right now? Okay, Yukio does have a line here, which is literally just, what the hell? And I was like, yeah, Luke, Yukio, I'm on the same. Okay, then, then we see that Omega Red emerges. It's Omega Red who's standing on the boat. In the fire. He's like, I'm still mad at you, Logan, for breaking up with me. And Logan's like, yeah. oh, hey, that's it. <laughs> that's, like, that's literally, he remembers him. Like, Logan's like, oh, sup, it's you. <laughs> it's insane. So, like, well, okay, I... <laughs> I can't believe that Omega Red is on this show. I feel like I've been making jokes about this from the start because I'm like, how are they going to explain why this random Russian character is here? They don't. I mean, well, there's still another episode. We'll see what they end up doing. And he has a super thick Russian accent. Like he shows up and he's like, from the Cold War. Like it is like fully like 90s ass Omega Red. I Yeah, I'm sure that they're going to attempt to explain I'm not. it. I'm not sure of anything. Also, why was he on the boat for Madripoor? Like, was he hired by them to, like, be the muscle? Like, what's going on? Is he working with Shingen too? Who? Why? Is he just there on his own accord being like, I'm mad at you, Logan, still. And we're like, okay. Yeah, and so then it's like an unrelated plot point that's just interrupting this complete other fight Logan is having because, I don't know. I mean, the show didn't need to introduce another villain at all. Like, not not even close. We had plenty of people that we were already following. Omega Red's a, I mean, I actually like enjoy Omega Red as a character. Sure. I, like, I like the idea that he is one of Logan's exes. <laughs> like that would make it much better in the comic books. But mostly his sure. whole thing is that he just he's he's always being held captive because he needs that like I, that sh- machine they fucking made up in Marvel to keep himself alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a great side plot. I think I talked about it when we were like. Well, I know Omega Red was a long time ago. I think Krakoa wasn't happening yet. But in Krakoa era, somebody was like, why don't we just resurrect Omega Red so he doesn't need that machine anymore? And they were like, why would we do that? And I think it was Sage who was like, why aren't we doing that? She was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, what? I think we talked about this on this show. She's like, maybe she, maybe he wouldn't be an asshole if he like didn't have to keep on surviving with this thing. And they're like, what? And Sage is like, oh, my God, everyone here is stupid. <laughs> like, I don't know. 100%. Also, this next episode, next week's episode is called Omega Red. So the whole episode is going to be about Logan and Omega Red. Well, we're going to do Who's That X-Men again. No, we're not. We don't need to do it again. I'm not but doing it's that. just I'm like, not, why? No. Why? I don't know. I don't, <sighs> I don't understand this show. 
It's still going to get one out of five X's because nothing actually interesting happens yeah, in this. It's like, or relevant. There's like nothing nope. actually good in the episode. Nope. I mean, it's gay. I'll give it that. It's gay, but not in a good way because well, this Hideki I, stuff is kind of a downer to watch. The Hideki stuff is gross, but I don't know. Asano, Logan, and Kikyo is kind of fun. And you know, I was sort of looking forward to Kikyo because after last week's episode, I was like, wow, this seems like a messy bitch. I love this. Where did this. he go? But like, he just kind of stands in an alleyway being like, I can't wait to fight Logan again. And then it's like, Omega Red just stole your thunder, wait, dude. I just, I realized that he really just left and he's like, I, I, Totally he? forgot that he didn't go to the docks. He's not with. I don't know where he Why went. Why doesn't he show where up instead he? of Omega Red and fight Logan there? That where would make more sense. Kikyo? Why isn't it just him? I I don't Kikyo. understand this. Kikyo, where are you? Kikyo, no, come not back. you, Kikyo from Inuyasha. The, I don't want to watch any more episodes of that. There's a new show where you're still going. Please stop. Is Kikyo not going to be on any more episodes of this show? Because that would be really funny. Are you googling that? Yeah, I am. I don't think you're going to get an answer. Right? You're going to end up reading the Wikipedia page and spoiling yourself again. I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to say this show is an anime it's a that one. sure is an anime and that's all i've got to dedicate or donate to this episode that De- i'm dedicating this episode to all anime across the universe maddie are you looking this up still <laughs> yeah i am um he's in other episodes i was worried he wasn't ever going to come back that's all okay good he's got well yeah he's got to come back and make out with logan and be like hey okay good news he's in three episodes of blade what the blade anime what Kikio is a crossover character. God, I'm going to have to watch the entire Blade anime to understand what's happening in this anime. No, we, we could just watch the... There's one episode of Blade that has Logan in it, which I guess is the same Logan who fought Kikio. No, we're going to watch that, but it's kind of crazy to me that... I feel like I am going to end up watching the Iron Man and Blade animes after me this. Me too. Not because I'm going to enjoy them. I'm not. But I kind of feel like I have to because I want to know what the fuck is going on. No, no, no. I think we actually will enjoy the Blade anime because I think that one looks pretty good. We'll honestly. See. It's got Kikio in it, so I don't have high hopes. <laughs> like, if it's the same tone as this yeah, anime. Blade's in it. I enjoy Blade, you know? Yeah, but. Then again, I enjoy Logan and he's in this, but like, it's a weird version of Logan. Maybe the version of Blade is like. I think that I the know. Blade and Iron Man anime might be the same as this show, but just about those characters. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I think they might be this level of corny yeah. and underwritten, which is sad. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out and then we can report back and be like, hey. The X-Men anime is still the best one. Yeah, we're going to cover those. Um, do we want to talk about who's gay? Oh, well, do we? <laughs> the X-Men are a for a lot of things. And one of those things is being gay. But sometimes it goes beyond symbolic. When the X-Men I feel like you need to change the opening to this to be like, who isn't gay? This is just who's gay 100%. No, it's like, it's like, who isn't gay this time? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, it's, it's, like, I honestly can't think of anyone. There's, I can't even, like, even Yukio who doesn't do anything gay. Because Yukio is a lesbian. I mean, she's definitely like, not into Logan in this to episode. Be a queer character. I, you know, okay, so Logan, gay, flirting with Kikyo, who's gay, hanging out with Yukio, who's gay, fighting off with, Omega Red and Hideki, who were, we're both, both gay. gay. <laughs> I, I was like, all queer coded, yep. all gay. Yep. I, it's like, I mean, like, where do you even want to start? I don't like, know. What's the I, most, mean, I, I guess Kikyo, since it's like his episode. Kikyo probably wins this one because he he's just such a trope. 
like not even in a yeah. bad way. I mean, I, I don't think it's like interestingly portrayed in this show because the show is so simple. But like Kikyo is a classic trope. I mean, he's Sephiroth. You know, he's like the, the pretty boy who's evil. Yeah. He's like a top despite being such a femme pretty boy. Like this is a classic. Okay, but you know? I feel like that's kind of like a whole thing they're doing is like, who's going to be the top, mm-hmm. Logan or Kikyo? And that's like the whole battle they're having but it's definitely kikyo like it it just is i don't know i i feel well, like we, i mean logan's always the bottom at the end of the day but i i do appreciate the concept of like who's going to be on top because personally well, usually that's kind of the logan Sabretooth battle and i had originally described kikyo as the the sort of japanese version of Sabretooth, but i don't know if that quite describes him anymore like he's kind of more i was gonna say like you know it'd be great if it was like it, two dominant versatile guys because I think that right, has right, always right. been the dynamic that works best for me in my own personal relationships like <laughs> like we're both confident and dominant but also both, both alphas yeah but we're also kind of verse so mm-hmm. like it it works in that way sure but it can't say that about Logan because even on this show where he's presented as this like this dangerous bisexual man I'm like he still is very much like a bottom the bottom who's like please beat me up Mariko slash Asano slash anyone else he meets he's not being beat up by Mariko because Mariko like can't even stand up so like that's not happening it's pretty disappointing I wish they would is it sad that I wish that Mariko just wasn't on the show and it was just about him getting revenge for what happens to Asano I mean yeah that's not sad because at least Asano was a person Mariko has absolutely no reason to be on the show so so I also wish she wasn't here. She's just like shut into like a room by herself. Yeah. Where I guess she's the only thing that's not gay in this episode, but she also has no lines except for that I monologue mean, in her head. She is a thing. She is not a person. So like, does it even matter that she's not gay no. because she's not even a person at all? So I, I don't know that we have yeah, to even think that's about a good her. Point. She is essentially the master emeralds. Like she, she fucking doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about this. Yeah. Knuckles she doesn't is exist. protecting her. She doesn't exist. So yeah, I do think that like, Kikyo is probably the gayest in this episode, just just in that be shown in Sephiroth kind of way, where like again, Sephiroth is very queer coded. He always has been. Like even even the straight guys have been like, yeah, Sephiroth is not a straight man. Like nobody sees no, him that way. No, like, absolutely not. And honestly, like neither is Cloud. But whatever, we don't need to fight that battle. No, I, there's <laughs> that's another. I mean, that'd be great. We do Maddie, Todd, and Ryan review FS7, a game about a bunch of gay characters. Yep, like it absolutely. really is. Like, I'm supposed to believe, like, Tifa and Yuffie are straight. They're definitely gay. Mm -hmm. I mean, Aerith is kind of the Mariko in that scenario, but Aerith is much better characterized as, like, a person. Yeah, I was going to say, Aerith has, like, a personality. I know. This is what I wish they would do with Mariko, is, is give her that treatment. But... That's not what the show is that we're watching. Kikio is the is the Vincent of Final Fantasy VII. He kind of is the Vincent. That's what That's I'm saying. That's a good pull. He's not really Sephiroth. Or he's just like a random sexy gay guy who just shows up in the background. Yeah. Sephiroth, I guess, is supposed to be, I don't know, Shingen? Uh, he's no, he's nobody in this. In yeah, this. I mean, there's this is not a good one-to-one with FF7, because FF7 has like a good story. <laughs> I, well, I, it's so funny to me that you now are like FF7 has a good story. I'm well, like, I remember all the years where Maddie I don't had know. not played FF7. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm merely saying compared to this show, oh, yeah, the yeah, bar yeah. is low. Yeah, well, the, there's no bar. Like, they didn't bring it to this episode. They just left it. There's not really a story. That's what I'm saying. They left They left things behind. But I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not going to defend FF7 that hard. But right? yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, Kikyo, Kikyo is like typical 
Japanese Gabe Bishonen. And then like Hideki, we already dove into this. Hideki's more of like an American trope as well. I mean, I I suppose it's probably a trope in every country, but Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. But like honestly, pre like when it was truly like queer coding is was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like not in a fun way. Because generally queer coded characters that are villains are are our favorites. I, well, I feel like it's also like doesn't happen as much anymore. Not not the yeah. way it used to. But you're kind of referring no. to the '90s Disney era. It wasn't anything because I I already quoted like Vecna from Stranger Things and Sephiroth and even Ganondorf to a degree. Like these interesting, very gay villains. Mister Sinister, big big one. Mm-hmm. But like, here's the thing. I was thinking about this the other day. Like after I watched this, and I was thinking about Hideki. And like, why does that trope not work for us? I'm like, well, because generally these queer coded characters that are presented to us are presented with this idea that they are gay. So they have these quote unquote gay stereotypes and they're villains and they are doing these for these reasons. But like you said, they're doing it for a reason that makes sense. But that is viewed bad by like, you know, like whatever we decided was right in Mm -hmm. the world and like, I don't know, like the 1920s, 430s. And they were like, okay, so like they're rising up against this and they're gay. And both those things are bad, but generally we like those characters. We're like, yeah, no, they should be doing that. And it's like Hideki is like, not that at all. And also I still have not seen like a gay protagonist in any kind of like anything where I've been like, "Mm, you're like interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I would prefer queer-coded villains because that makes sense to me. Because usually they get better and more interesting motivations and tension. Right, and, and like you you kind of end up rooting for them because you're like, okay, no, I get your deal. Hideki's deal is not explained to us, and he's also very rapey. And it's like, it's presented without like any kind of like, like his thing is like, I want to sell drugs and make money because I'm gay and a rapist. <laughs> and we're like, what? I, that's gross. Like, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, it's very similar to Mastermind's, like, cocaine parties and, like, taking advantage of people in the X-Men anime, except it's way more exaggerated here and, like, way more tragic in a lot of ways. I mean, we never we never found out what Mastermind's ultimate plan was with yeah, manipulating Takeo. We'll, we'll never, never know. know. We'll never know. Takeo just killed him. And then died. That was the end of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hideki sucks. He sucks. And you can't even, you can't root for him. Why would you? I feel like it'd be more interesting if you could sort of understand Shingen's point of view. But you don't. Which is kind of what happens in the Wolverine movie, which we keep referring to. Okay. All right. I'm saying you don't, but maybe we do because there's plenty of episodes for him to do something. I don't know. Because I'm I'm looking over the the list of episodes. Maddie, I keep on trying to give this. Yeah. You're giving it so much, so much hope and optimism. which I, I appreciate. I don't know why I'm doing that. I, I that's that's the first mistake I've made today. Let's start there. <laughs> okay. Well, there aren't that many episodes of this anime, at the very least. We don't we don't have that much no. further to go. So that's that's no, no, no. something nice, I guess. Even though Ryan has massive anxiety about what we're going to watch after this and keeps bringing it up, and now I'm bringing oh, it no, up. Oh no, I don't have massive anxiety. I have plenty of lists that are go on forever and never, never. We're we're good. Like yeah, I'm we're watching not... Mutant X. Don't worry about it. We'll be fine. Um. So yeah, there's plenty of Marvel shows that have X Men characters in them. So it's we're we're going to be doing this in until the day we die. It's oh, true. You know, actually, We're going to find Let me rephrase that. We'll be doing this for the next like 80 years because I don't want to die like tomorrow by accident. So. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> That's dark. Are uh, we ready anyway. to do plugs? Let's do plugs, shall yes. we? Yes. Close the windows quick. <laughs> Close them. Oh my God. Don't let Pluggy inside. We don't even want to explain to you who Pluggy is. No cloakies here today. Cloakies, I, I like how there are so many inanimate objects that are now animate on the Mutant Ages. It's Pluggy, Cloakie, Mr. Linky Dinky, <laughs> Mrs. Refrigerator. Mr. Linky Dinky's coming out. 
and there, there will Mutant be an, a Mutant Ages comic book. Uh, wait, there will be a Mutant Ages comic book where it's just like the land of objects that Katie's character, who has the ability to talk to inanimate objects, like talks to all of them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should tie that all together. I, you know, what am I rambling on about? This is, does know. not need to be in the episode. Take that out. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Pluggy is not here. Cloaky is here. Oh my god. Um, so you can go to mutantages.com or the mutantages.com. Either way, you can get to us. ScienceScene.net gets to the same place. And on the right-hand side of our website, you can find our email address, which is themutantages at gmail.com. You can find a link to our Discord server. If you click it, you'll join it. And it's really fun to hang out in there. People talk about our show and the comics and all kinds of stuff. We've also got a voicemail inbox, which is 1-508-319-1668. You can leave us a message. And tell us a question, anecdote, whatever. We play those on our listener feedback episodes and respond to them. And we also have a P.O. Box, which is P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. I guess I should say it's helpful if you tell us if you're mailing something because we check it occasionally. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do check it eventually. I do check it when I'm driving by there and I go, oh, yeah, we have a P.O. Box. And I like... <laughs> swerve in and the dog's like where are we going and i'm like yeah, don't worry about run it in and you're like we don't have anything right and then, and then i'll open it up and it'll be like some flyers and i'm like no get rid of this so yeah good stuff um yeah generally our, our listeners have let us know when they send something in i appreciate Yeah, usually that. they let us know when they're sending something in which is very useful um so we also have every social media or at least all the main ones that still exist. Where the mutant ages on all of them? They're all still there. They're Facebook, still there. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, TikTok. They're all they're, they're all, all surviving. still there. They're all still there. I don't know what. Is, I mean, what's happening with TikTok anymore? Is did we did that? It didn't get banned yet. I, is it so, going to happen? Like, can, should I continue I marketing on TikTok? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I genuinely nobody don't has know. the answers. Well, there's always Instagram <laughs> Reels, which is attempting to replace TikTok anyway. So yeah, there's always that. Yeah. I suppose um, we're on Insta. Slight, slightly better algorithm too, honestly. Uh, yeah, anyway. you know, my TikTok, I only get just the worst possible videos on there. I feel like I don't use it correctly. Yeah, I, I mean, it didn't used to be that way. Maybe something changed. Who knows? But I don't anyway. know. Anyway, we're on all those platforms and we're also individually on them. I'm at Minnie Myers. How about you, Ryan? I'm at Ryan Pagella on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. And I'm at Cloaky Cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> Cloaky, no, get out of here. Cloaky, you, do you not don't have, have that handle. Like, that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want the, I give me Twitter. Ryan, make me a Twitter. I have no hands. Uh, okay. Anyway, you can go out the window. Go go fight Pluggy. Oh my god! As you were okay. meant to do. We All right. also so have also a Patreon, a YouTube channel. Oh sure. No, go we're gonna talk YouTube. about our YouTube. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So go to YouTube and you can watch us play through X Men video games. We do live streams there with the full Mutant Ages cast. We have read the screenplays for X Men movies that have not been released. I don't know. There's like a whole bunch of shit there. Go watch it. <laughs> Yeah, check it out. You can also see other stuff that is mm-hmm. on Patreon. Like bonus episodes, bonus audio, outtakes, bloopers, full-length episodes where we talk about Marvel TV shows and movies and DC movies and shows and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Mutant Ages is the place you want to go for that. And uh, become a subscriber, please, at whatever level you can afford. And uh, our highest-tier Patreon supporters get a shout-out on the show. Okay, so, Cloaky, you want to do the honors on this one? Yeah! 
Okay. Shout out to Samuel B and Soren B for being the top tier Patreon supporters here on the Mutant Ages. <laughs> now remember, if you want to give us money, you should give us all your money because that's how you show your support. And if you go broke, that's the best thing you could do to show love for everybody you love. Cloaky, no, no. I no, 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 get out of here. Oh my god. God, dear Lord. Please don't give us all your money. <laughs> don't do what Cloaky just said. I loved all the like coming towards the mic, going away from the mic. Ryan really acted that yeah, one out. Well, it was really good. And by acted it out, I mean <laughs> true. Cloaky was really there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you want to? Hold on. Uh, Ryan just like alone in his home acting this out. I'm, I'm waving a blanket around. Oh my God. Great. Great. This is why we do need to have an, a video version of the show just so that we can see Ryan okay. waving a blanket around. By oh, no, himself. you need the video. To see what I'm doing, so you can see Lyra, who's sitting on the couch next to me, like staring scared. at me. Like, no, <laughs> she's concerned, just like, legitimately concerned you for doing? your sanity. Like, she is kind of like, "Are you okay, mom?" <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Is everything okay?" Um, okay, well, thanks to our top tier Patreon supporters, we love you, we appreciate you, but we also understand that not everybody can afford to support a Patreon all the time. Maybe so you, maybe you, your souls, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> So maybe you come, maybe you go, whatever. We get it. We understand uh, money comes and goes as well. But one thing is non-negotiable, and that is that you must rate and review us on whatever podcasting must. platform. Now you're talking you like cloaky where You have Jesus. to. Guys, you have to. <laughs> I mean, I'll never know if you don't. So, I mean, this is the I honor mean, system. This is honor. This is what Mariko would do. Okay, Mariko wouldn't do anything. Yeah, she would true. not write a review because she would too busy be sitting there being like, that's it. Yeah, don't be a Mariko reviewer show. She's not going to have a line. She just goes, <laughs> oh my God. don't just sit there like Mariko monologuing in your head about how you like the mutant ages. Tell a friend. Tell somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Reach out. We would we would appreciate ratings and reviews. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we would appreciate it. Or or you could share the show on your personal social media and just be like, hey, I like this show. I think it's fun. Good. All right, God. that's it. We'll see you uh, next time. Cloaky <laughs> Cloaky has gotten himself wrapped up on the couch and he's tangled himself and I now have to unknot him. He's not magical enough to stop himself from doing that shit. Well, that's is that how he pouts? He just knots himself up and he's like, huh. And then he's like, <gasps> and he's like, help. somebody help me. <laughs> God. Like my shoelaces, Jesus. Oh uh, anyway, shoelaces. That's the end of today's episode. <laughs> oh, no, shoelaces. Is- that is not a character on this show. I don't have any more room See for these characters. See you next time. See you next time, everyone. The